The thing is, you can't get hold of your own thoughts and watch what's going on with them without some space to do that. And I find that's what certainly vinyasa or breathing, breathing and movement can give to you, plus the meditation as well. And it's having that space to to see where your thoughts are going and what they're doing and realize you have the power to change them. Welcome from Try Louise Yoga, and this is the Secret Sage Podcast. Yo, everybody, welcome to the show. Today, I've got Louise Croxon on the show. She has actually um, uh, been one of the people that I get not only get to work with, like on the reg. Uh, she's one of my one of my coaching clients. Um, I help her with uh, with business and whatnot, but. She's actually one of the few yogis that I've seen that's developed something new and cool that we don't really get to see often. Uh, so she's developed this uh, yoga for triathletes program. I've never seen anything like it on the market before, uh, which really excites me because you see a lot of the same stuff out there. It's it's hard to innovate and to create something new. So I'm super proud of her for uh, for making this happen. Um, and uh, yeah, just before we get into the show itself, check out uh, the new studio, y'all. We are almost there. We're starting to sell memberships, uh, whether you're going to practice online or practice in person. You can ho- head over to www.homesf, that's H-A-U-M-S-F.com um, to peep out the new studio. All our new branding's up. We've got images on Instagram of the build and all the new product. And yeah, there's just a lot going on, which is super exciting. Um, if you don't check out the uh, website, head over to iTunes, leave us a review, Love you guys so much. Thanks for supporting the show. And without further ado, here goes Louise. Louise. Hello. Good morning over there. <laughs> good afternoon for me in the UK. <laughs> I love my text that I was like, I need five minutes. I need coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had three coffees this morning, so or today. So yeah, I'm Are I'm pretty good. Bit- are you well? I'm sure like coffee's a thing in the uh, triathlete world, right? Because like the caffeine before like a workout situation. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. but you've got yeah. to time it right. Certainly for races, because caffeine coffee has this effect often that people find in the morning mm-hmm. when they need to go to the toilet, <laughs> which oh. is really useful <laughs> for 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 uh, before a race. You kind of want to get that out your system and done. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, coffee I, timing, I, very important. <laughs> I call that the board meeting. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, when you've got to go into the really important meeting, uh, you know, to talk about the company, the company's going places. <laughs> <laughs> so, Louise, uh, I mean, uh, d- d- I'm saying this in the intro as well, but I've um, I've had the pleasure of working with you for quite a while. Um, we've almost been hanging out for, I think, Two October months? will be a yeah. year. Yeah. And, and kind of a little backstory. You are one of my, uh, mentorship coaching clients. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been really cool. It's been really interesting to see that totally not has to do with this, with this episode, but it's really cool to see your growth and to actually see what you're doing with your yoga. And, um, you know, Celeste and I, we have lots of conversations all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. most of them tend to be silly, but we often speak about you in the regard that you are one of those yoga teachers that like found a thing that I had never seen exist before. Like I've actually never. Oh, really? Okay. I've never, I've never seen anyone doing what you're doing. Like I've never seen anyone doing yoga for triathletes, which I think is fucking brilliant. It's super, I mean, 
the triathlete you know world is so big and large and there's so yeah, many people and growing. doing it. Yeah. And really growing, which is great. And I've, I've never seen anyone specifically serve serve them in yoga um, in the way that you, in the way that you have, which I think is um, yeah, it's just super cool because it's it's different. I mean, there's yoga for everything. I've never seen yoga for triathletes. So and that's I think that's one of the things I love about it is is bringing yoga to people that would don't normally touch yoga at all yeah. or shy away from it even. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just shows that there is a form of yoga for everybody, even if you don't necessarily call it yoga. Right. I have okay. So I have a couple of questions, and I, I guess I'm, I'm going to ask as as if I was a beginner, uh, but to pull this out. So w- one, I think it's important for us to understand like your 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 world um, in 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 triathlons. Like how and what's like a brief history of what got you into torturing yourself? I mean, being a triathlete. <laughs> <laughs> I know one sport's not enough, right? So I had to go for three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I mean, I got I <laughs> I got into triathlon because um, I actually got into kind of endurance sport, really to feel better about myself, to be more healthy, and to lose weight. Mm. Um, and that was off the back of I was an accountant working in London in the city, stressful job. Went over to Australia, did a couple of months on a secondment, had a wonderful time drinking as much beer as I possibly could. Well sampling the yeah, sampling the wonderful cuisine. Um, and I came back from a few months of doing that. Yeah, let's just say I didn't look very pretty. <laughs> I expanded <laughs> in all directions. And um <laughs> So I was like, right, okay, you're not getting any younger, Louise. You need to sort yourself out, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Get yourself down the gym, which I started doing. Um, built some muscles, built some weight, but I didn't I didn't like the aesthetic. This is all really shallow. Didn't like the aesthetic. So I decided to start running and and being a bit of an A-type personality, I went from running like 25 minutes to running two hours over the space mm. of about six weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend anyone doing that, by the way. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> we learn from our mistakes. You know, my knees yeah. never forgave me. Um, <laughs> but I did that. And then I started joining a running club to do more. I got myself injured training for marathons because you know, the next step was logically a marathon because that's what everyone else was doing. And I'm just being a sheep. <laughs> um, I did that one time and was like, I, I did that one time. And I remember out loud being like, well, I never have to do that again. <laughs> yeah. It's a freaking long way. A marathon. Yeah. 26.2 yeah. miles. Yeah. Freaking long way. But off the back of that, I was injured and I couldn't, I couldn't um, compete anymore. I couldn't run for a little while. And my boyfriend at the time actually gave me a bike because he was like, what are we going to do with all your energy? Here you go. (laughs) Um, I'd swam as a kid a little bit. And so the natural thing was to try a triathlon. And I, even though I had a massive panic attack in the first one, (laughs) um, because the swim start is like super hectic. There's people Mm. swimming all over you and things. And it's just, um i actually really enjoyed it really enjoyed it and that's when i started which was 12 years ago now how many triathletes have you done i've lost count at over 100 that's for sure over 100 yeah you are an insane person yeah. 
How many a year would you say you do? So yeah, about roughly about 10. Obviously not so many last year. Uh, mm-hmm. I only managed three right. last year. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, I'd say approximately around 10, 10 a year. Okay. But I, okay, I then... don't do the really, really silly long ones, the Iron, Ironman things. Have you ever done one? No, I've done a half Ironman. Mm-hmm. Um, tick that box. Do you know what I mean? Take that box. Yeah. Don't want to do yeah. that again. <laughs> yeah. That was the um, same with the marathon. I did the marathon and I was like, yeah, I just don't need to do this again. This is not fun <laughs> for me. You know, it's for some, it suits pe- different people. Some people are so good at the endurance stuff mm-hmm. and some people are better at the shorter stuff. Mm. Just like, you know, some people really resonate with certain different types of yoga. Right. So, Th- yeah, that's true. That's a really good point, actually. Okay. So we got your tri- your, your, your triathlon background. Now, where did I guess where yoga come into your life or come into your 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 practice well, when did the actually, practice come to you? I started doing yoga before the triathlon. So in that kind of period when I was looking to be more healthy, looking to look better, yeah, that was when Madonna was doing all the yoga. Had <laughs> started kind of doing a ashtanga right. and she stuff was in like ashtanga. that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, she looks good. I want to look like that. So completely shallow. <laughs> Um, thanks Madonna and, <laughs> yeah thanks Madonna <laughs> I started I started doing Ashtanga too um and had some natural flexibility and, re- and really enjoyed it I think also though looking back though Danny that was after my first period of depression and that's mm-hmm. when I was starting to delve a bit deeper into things like meditation breathing just how to feel better in one's mind and one's body Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can only imagine, and I'm, we'll I'll probably segue to this in a, in a moment here, but I can only imagine too how that has transformed your, tra- your training as well. Yoga, yeah, or depression. <laughs> no, well, well, I mean, the, the, definitely the, uh, the how how yoga has helped your depression, but also I'm sure, like, just the. I always think about like, and we've spoken about this, uh, but personally and just in general, I speak about everything, but just the, how depression is a uh, yoga rather has, has sorted me in a good way with depression as well. You know, having that, um, I call it like the real time playback where you like, you see because of the yoga, because of the mindfulness, you see the thought pattern happening yeah. and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's a part of depression yeah. thing. I'm just going to be aware of that, you know. Yeah, yeah, very much. It's it's the awareness and the mindfulness that it brings in. Absolutely, and the space. Yeah, because if you can't. The thing is, you can't get hold of your own thoughts and watch what's going on with them without some space to do that. Mm-hmm. And I find that's what certainly vinyasa or the breathing breathing and movement can give to you plus the meditation as well. Yeah. And it's having that space to, to see where your thoughts are going and what they're doing mm-hmm. and realize you have the power to change them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you use that same mindset in, well, I guess, yeah, the same mindset of the same tools for your, 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 your actual performance in your, in your triathletes. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Like in like the yoga practice where you're connecting the body and the mind, I would say 
you know, going up competing or training, especially racing when you're on on the limit is mm. all about that as well, connecting body and mind, because they both influence each other. Mm-hmm. very much so you have to go into a race with the right kind of mindset mm-hmm. and that can change depending on what happens to you you know along the way because life is full of unexpected things let's say I don't know someone kicks you in the face in the swim someone cuts you up on the bike you're not feeling quite as good as you thought you would do one of your pieces of equipment fails there are so many things that are going on that can go wrong, um, that your mind has to clock into that and mm-hmm. overcome that. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly that awareness of what's going on right now, what's going on in your thoughts um, and your mindset, which is part of what we do in yoga, mm-hmm. is is really fundamental. Um, and, the, and the breath, so important. There's like different breathing techniques I use in both the swim, the bike, and the run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part of which I have learned on the mat, and part of which I've learned from coaches over the years. Let me rewind a little bit. How then did how, I, I guess where did you have the moment where you were like, "I'm going to do yoga for triathlete for triathletes"? So where did how did this where did it come from? It came from when I was doing my yoga teacher training. Mm-hmm. kind of three, three and a half years ago, um, with a wonderful teacher here in London who's um, very highly regarded. Um, and I kind of was like, oh, I'm not worthy. Um, you, <laughs> you know, kind of like, you know, we can get a little bit like that about our, you know, some of our favorite teachers in the yoga world, um, like Danny, we're not worthy. Um, <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> but we were having, uh, I did a class with her because we had to do obviously a lot of, I, I mean, I, I've practiced with her for about 17 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so a long, long time. And I did a class with her straight after pretty much doing a hard training session, after doing a hard turbo se- session, which is an indoor bike session. And we're, we're doing some particular kind of hip moves um, in class and they were really hard. And I remember at one point going, oh, Jesus Christ, kind of underneath my breath. And she was like, mm-hmm. okay, who's calling for Jesus, she said in the class. That's so funny. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, it's the triathlete. Seriously, yeah. Louise, I know what you do in your spare time. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the moment when it clicked because talking to her later, actually, we had a one-to-one afterwards. And I was like, Kat, you don't realize the effect that uh, doing training will have an, on the muscles and the body, that it's so fatigued that I can't do those moves straight afterwards in yoga like I could do tomorrow if you ask me to. The mm-hmm. difference, so how the training affects the yoga. Mm-hmm. And that's when, and when she was like, oh, I had no idea. And I was like, oh, my God, so if she doesn't know. Right, right. <laughs> Loads of people must not know in the, in the, certainly in the yoga world. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the same time with doing my yoga teacher training and learning more about the body and doing more of my own practice and doing more frequent practice, I wasn't injured Mm. was the other thing. And I ramped up my training in the few years before that and kept kind of having a back issue or a foot issue and, 
um, various different injuries. And that's a huge part of training as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be consistent and not injured because obviously if you have big breaks in your training, you can't get better. Right. 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 So, so that's when it, yeah. When it started to click. What is, what would you say? I mean, I have a couple of questions to the people that show up, but, but what would you say your style? I mean, I don't want to say it's, 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 it's yoga, right? So we can call it yoga, but what would you say your style is of teaching, you know, in the sense that is it, is it tar? So let me rephrase this. Knowing what we know now, what are some things? Oh, this is good. Yeah. Knowing what we know now and having this context. And I think at this point in the conversation, we're all pretty much aware that, huh, there are certain things happening to triathletes that we don't normally think about. So what are some of the things that you offer out there that actually, there are a ton of triathletes out there that are probably not, mm-hmm. not, they don't know this like secret, you know, and you know, you've got this like magic potion to help them all get better and stronger and faster. Um, you know, what, what, what is some of that in your offering? One of it is balance. So often when people hear, and these are maybe not athletes who go, Oh, you do yoga for athletes. That must mean it's really hard. No, no, it's, (laughs) it's not at all because athletes are pushing their body so hard in training that's Mm -hmm. not what you want to be doing in in class you want to be balancing that training stress Mm -hmm. with more restorative more gentle practice so the Mm -hmm. harder you train the more gentle you want your yoga to be almost Mm -hmm. right yeah um and it's it's about helping to switch on that rest and digest nervous system, you know, Mm -hmm. your parasympathetic nervous system Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to repair the body and recover the body, which is so important if you want to train hard the next day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that is one of the things that really click with people like, like a, like a, a a guy that I've known a while, and this is often guys, (laughs) Funnily enough, you know, they, <laughs> they, they are really, uh, you know, A-type personalities tend to go to triathlon, you know, or it's really hard and it's, and it's cool and I want to push myself hard, etc. Um, they don't realize that they've got to balance that training stress with some more kind of restorative, relaxing type work. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly uh, a very good runner friend a friend of mine who's also a tri- triathlete and he he hasn't come to class for you know before and he eventually i think got cajoled into it by his girlfriend which is often the case <laughs> you know <laughs> and, um, and so he came, true. yeah he came online and he said you know he's been coming now of you know for a few weeks and um just out of the blue he sent me a message saying God, I I had no idea that it it made that much difference. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm trying to tell you, but you know, you know proof is in the pudding. Right. That basically, you know, he can train really hard, and then he'd have to take a few days off because his legs were really sore. Do a yoga class mm-hmm. afterwards, and he feels like he can train the next day. Mm. So, bam! Why wouldn't you want that as an athlete? Yeah. 
What are you some know? of the th- what are some of the things that triathletes experience uh, the most? Maybe fatigue, injury, body part wise. That um, that again that we can you know when we take when we take a practice from from Louise. Yeah. What are some of the things that you target and and remedy and, and support? Lower back. So. Mm. Um, Say more, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the the spine, but particularly the uh, the lower back, because every time you run, every foot you put put down, that's putting compression, more compression in your lumbar spine, and when you're cycling, um, that puts a lot of pressure on your lower back as well. Especially mm. if you then combine that with tight hip flexors, another thing that you'll get from running and cycling, tight hip flexors, sitting like that um, mm. on the bike for hours, and often tight hamstrings as as well. So I always start all of my classes for athletes, in fact, not just for athletes, but with some spinal work to try mm-hmm. and loosen up the lower back. Because if your spine's not moving healthy, it's just going to cause problems elsewhere in your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I very much in, in my classes stay away from any poses yoga poses that may encourage a little bit more lumbar compression Mm -hmm. um sort of like up dog and that kind of high cobra those kind of things you really don't want to be offering any anything that increases any lumbar compression for people that are already doing a lot of that already right um and then i think you know for the for the swimming it's a lot about the shoulders obviously and thoracic mobility in the spine Mm -hmm. um and so opening up the shoulders, but nice and gently, not pushing too hard and doing poses that really inflexible people can do. <laughs> people that don't go to a normal yoga class mm-hmm. and doesn't make them feel because a lot of it, you know, especially I would say, oh, we're going back to the male triathletes again. There's quite a bit of ego there. <laughs> I, I, I actually have a question about them next. That's, that was next on my list. Yeah, there's a huge amount of ego there, and I'm sure you get. I'm sure you probably get. How do you like get them? I mean, uh, how do you? I'm trying to be nice about this. How do you get them to come to class or realize? Because I'm sure there's. I get. I get a bunch of like you know like beefy broy dudes that are like i'm not coming to yoga yoga's for girls blah 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 blah. you know what i mean and then and then i see the guy you know with his girlfriend in the back of the room just like struggling and down dog and i'm like you're, you're the one that needs yoga oh gosh yes exactly basically the stiffer you are the more yoga you need kind of yeah, thing, right yeah 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 um, totally but we gravitate to what what we're good at okay mm-hmm. so that's why funny enough a lot of yoga yeah that's true women like that's true <laughs> Just the, just the way it is. Online has been actually very helpful for that because mm-hmm. it's less intimidating to roll out a mat or just find a bit of space on the floor. You mm-hmm. don't even have to have your camera on so nobody can see you huffing and puffing and you know not being able to do the moves as a guy and to get to be able to still do some of it. That's why I don't do very much sitting down work. Mm-hmm. because a lot, of, a lot of those are not accessible, forward folding kind of things. Right. Um, it's just not accessible yet yet for those, for those types of people. The other thing is I think it encourages people that I'm a triathlete myself. 
So, you know, I post up about races. I do races. I know the chat. I'm in the community. Um, And so I think they're more encouraged to come to someone who, who knows their sport. And, you know, language is really important. So I don't use any yoga language, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, use more anatomical terminology, you know, I'll talk about a bit of bike and swim stuff in, in the classes, use words like cadence, which they're familiar with, with a bike, you know, that type of thing. Um, that encourages them. I love that. And I I think it's, uh, you know, you, you, you meet people where they're at and also the, the other parts and the other elements of yoga will naturally start to happen, whether they like it or not, you know, whether they're listening to for me. Yeah. You know, coming into yeah. it from more of a kind of like, I just want to look like Madonna. Um, right. <laughs> you know. It's so, it's so real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, let's face it, that, that was the reason. Yeah. But then the yeah. whole kind of more spiritual mind, you know, started yeah. to happen later on. But Absolutely. every person has to come to it in their own way. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I, I want to talk more about... Um, I think a lot about, you know, my current practice looks very different than my old practice in the sense that my old practice used to be very physically driven. And now I'm, you know, uh, 37 and my, I'm, I'm hyper mobile. And so that mm-hmm. forward bending has actually caused, uh, not great problems in my lower back, uh, which mm-hmm. is kind of silly. Cause you, you don't you don't, you normally don't think that. And what I've taken a lot of my practice recently is just more of my mindset. And I feel for me, Louise, and I don't know if you can speak to this, uh, two parts to this, but for me, what I feel like is I have this capacity for growth and I have this capacity, uh, you know, even when I'm working with a client where I can like not only hold the capacity for my growth, but for their growth where it's like almost like dialing in my mindset to help others find, you know, kind of theirs as well, like, Mm -hmm. or or hold the container for them to find theirs. Mm -hmm. I'm curious as to, you know, what are the superpowers yoga has given you in mindset and not only training, but also coaching others as well. Beginner's mind. Mm very much and one of the things this is a bit outside yoga if you like but I try and do something or learn a new skill every year because coming to something open as a beginner and not knowing and being allowed to be shit at something Mm -hmm. um (laughs) you know I think that means you can much easier resonate with people that are coming Mm -hmm. to it as a beginner okay Right. Um, right. That definitely makes makes a difference. And what about the uh, meditation practice for you? The meditation practice, I must admit, I find that's pretty. I'm a disciplined person, right? Anyone who has to train twice a day, pretty much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the meditation is one of the hardest disciplines ever. To just sit down, <laughs> be still, mm-hmm. and be with yourself. <laughs> Um, but you definitely find that also in, uh, you can call it a moving meditation if you're out running, cycling, yeah. Yeah. you know, yep. um, swimming, um, or, or just walking, whatever, whatever you're doing. It's, it's 
it's that being real about what what you what you really want how you really feel and um being able to want to change that for the better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's beautiful i love that i i i think it's uh, again you know it's uh, we've seen yoga for everything yoga for everything sure. there's yoga with yoga with dogs yoga with goats beer yoga wine yoga yoga for you know cancer there's yoga for everything and and you are by far the first that i've seen um for yoga for triathletes and it's I didn't ever really think about it until me and you really started, you know, conversing a bit more, but that is a whole, that body is a whole different body. It's not a, just a runner's body. It's not just a lifter's body. It's not a, you know, dancer's body. It is a whole different body in itself. Mm-hmm. And that body also needs to be served um, in a special type of way, you know, in a very, um, in a very intentional type of way that I think, uh, you know, you so beautifully are off- offering out there in the world. What are some of the transformations you've seen in, in some of the people you've worked with? I would I would say the transformations are that people they're not getting injured so much, which is which is which is which is fabulous. Um, I mean, I started working as soon as I got my teaching qualification. I started working with my own triathlon club built, to build up that experience of teaching, um, and you know, they're just, they're just not, they're they're able to take the stresses and strains of training much easier on their bodies, Mm. much easier. And it's also a space where they can relax Mm -hmm. and they still think they're doing a bit of training, right? So they kind of allow themselves to do that. Yeah. And I mean, it is some type, it is a type of training, even that slowing down is a a skill set in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and like I said about, about my friend who's, whose nickname is Biscuit Legs. <laughs> I love that. Because his legs crumble yeah. from being, from running, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's, and he's, and it's so encouraging to see someone who go, oh, I was really skeptical, but yeah. Yeah. This, this stuff works. I mean, any athlete that's out there that's listening to this and, you know, like if I hear that I'm not, my injuries are going to go down, you know, sub- substantially, like I'm in, sign me up. I don't, I don't care what it is. I'll do it. Yeah. And a, a friend, uh, another, I mean, cause obviously I work with a lot of friends, but a friend of mine is a pro athlete and she would find that she, she would struggle a bit with her breathing. Like when you're on a TT position, so time trial position on the bike, you're forward folding. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it can restrict your rib cage a bit. Mm-hmm. So you're not able to breathe so easily. And that can obviously, if you can't breathe well, you can't get the oxygen in well, you can't compete well, you can't perform well. And she certainly found, like, I always start all of my classes with some nice deep breathing. Um, and I just think that breath practice, she's definitely find help, helps her in competitions, like just to, relax a bit on the bike Hmm. so that she's better able to breathe and better able to perform better. So I'm, I'm telling you, I'm still just blown. There are a few people, I tell you this all the time that we talk about all the time and you're definitely one of them because I think what you're doing is not only really special, but I can see you just, you're just honing it in and you're continuing, 
you know, you're continuing to show up and show up and show up. And I think that what you are doing is, is it's just done in a way that I've never seen before. And I'm just, yeah, it's, it's super cool. It's super cool to watch and very interesting actually to see something new and I don't want to discount anything else that's been out there, but something Mm. new that I feel like is actually really cool. Like really, you know, like, that's something that's really going to benefit so many people. And also um, it creates a beautiful symbiotic relationship for athletes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I did a part of, part of where I've got to now is, is working with a, with a, with a lady, um, Sarah Ramsden in, in the UK that basically brought yoga to premier league football. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, f- fantastic woman. And she, it's all about why are you doing the moves that you are doing? You've got mm-hmm. to look at the sport, understand what the sport is doing to people's bodies, and then bring, bring them to yoga to match that, to complement that. So understand why you're doing things for people. Yeah, super And how is it going to, yeah, super, it's all about intention. Yeah. Absolutely. So Louise, we can catch you. I know you do some live classes. Um, you've got a course coming out very soon. What's the mm-hmm. course on? So the course is on yoga for triathletes. Great. Funnily enough, great title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's about people being able to to kind of get that knowledge a bit for themselves. So yeah. look at their own bodies, um, you know, assess their own bodies in terms of oh is it my hamstrings or is it my back that's the problem Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and therefore then they can take you know the the poses and stretches that I give them um in order to go okay so I really need to concentrate on my thoracic mobility that's going to make the difference Mm -hmm. so super targeted because triathletes don't have a lot of spare time they're doing Mm -hmm. three sports you know they've got families they've got jobs as well so they don't have a lot of free time. Right. Right. I love that. I'll make sure that I, uh, that I leave that in the show notes. And I know also you do, uh, private bookings or, or one-on-one clients online. You're pretty booked. You're pretty booked up. You are a, yeah. you are a wanted, <laughs> well, you are a wanted person, but I think we could find you also on your website for any inquiries. If we wanted website. to check in and work. With. Great. Yeah. And, uh, online classes, um, a couple of evenings a week, so that you can just lie down at home after you've done your swim, your bike, your run, your evening meal, whatever, and yeah. get a good stretch. And you heard that worldwide athletes. She is here for you. But again, <laughs> she is a, a wanted woman. So catch her while you can. Well, Louise, um, just, you know, again, I, I, I just I think what you're doing is super cool. It's very different. And I think it's I think it's actually just incredible in the way that you've tied two of your your favorite things together and made them work so i'm just yeah kudos it's it's super cool i think it's different i've never seen it and i I absolutely just love you and i applaud you for it thank you danny lovely to chat to you until the next seeker and sage this is danny and louise saying peace out see (laughs) y'all